Hey everyone, welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are myself, Garrett Wong, and of course my co-host, Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil. Yes, sir. Hello I ASMR- there. Hi, I ASMR'd your last name. McNeil. Yes, you did. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. That's nice. I never yeah. knew about ASMR until you. Until our podcast. You use that. Yeah. yeah. See, all these things we learn on the Delta Flyers podcast. Yeah. We're learning and we're teaching others yes. that don't know about yes. it. So this is a That's very exciting. informative and crucial podcast. For, it's basically school. For humanity. It's, it's like you're doing school right now. <laughs> and you will get a degree. Yeah. You will. Get a certificate (laughs) of intelligence when we are done. Can you imagine if we actually had degrees that we sent to all the fans? That'd be kind of (laughs) cool. The Delta Flyers Academy. Your Delta Delta Flyers Flyers Academy Academy. (laughs) course. Yes. You are now an official uh, expert when it comes to Star Trek Voyager episodes. As much as we can make you, at least. Right. We'll try our best. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you right now. What the heck is going on in BC? Is it it better now? The craziness? You mean mean with the floods and the weather and all that stuff? Yeah. It is better. It is better. Yes, it's getting better. Okay. Um, Yeah, the roads were washed out. It was really bad for a while. Yeah. Uh, Farms were flooded. A lot of... um, you know, uh, livestock and things were, were died because of it. Yeah. But yep. it's, it's getting better. It's getting yep. better. And it was affecting Delta flyers merch too. Yes. So, it was. so to do, to send one t-shirt from Vancouver to another part of Canada was, uh, an exorbitant amount of money that they were asking and it for was weeks for, you know, no guarantees. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Rebecca had ordered some Christmas presents for, my coworkers on the show oh, yeah. on resident yes. alien mm. and we ordered them over like a month ago and still haven't gotten them because the shipping is all messed up here <sighs> getting trucks across you know the mountains yeah. and into bc so yeah yeah it's been a bit of a mess i mean especially in this day and age of amazon prime where you can get it the same day and then for you to have to wait one month or are you oh, yeah. still waiting are you still, still waiting? waiting yeah it's so it hasn't even come and it's been still a month. waiting oh it's insane. yeah We'll see. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm okay. You know, I'm in Calgary now. So I, you know, got up here and uh, lending my, my time and support for Megan, who's been dealing with two deaths in the family, her grandfather Mm. and a cousin, right. Within a week of each other. And just, it's been rough. So uh, yeah. So I'm here to support her and be, be there for her. So that's been my, my dealio. I left, yeah. I left, you know, the U S a little earlier than I wanted to, but of course, when it comes to tragedy and uh, loss, yeah. Uh, you, you can't put timing on that. It just happens. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's good. It's good to have people around, you know, yeah. it's good not to be alone when for, for everyone, when we're, uh, we're, we're down and we're mm-hmm. grieving and we're processing yeah. really important things like that. So that's, that's agreed. Great agreed. And this week's episode is yes. Killing Game Part Two. Mm-hmm. So uh, we uh, we've already seen Part One, and I'm very excited to watch the conclusion of this two-parter, which I love. And you're, I mean, you're okay. With I'm it. excited to see Part Two. <laughs> I'm very excited to see Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's go watch it. Let's go watch this. Okay. See you soon. See ya. 
Hey everyone, we are back from watching Killing Game Part Two. Oh my gosh! Wow, we Lots are of back. We we survived. We survived. I can't believe it. Okay. Finally, well, the neural implants have been turned off, and the, we're back <laughs> to our normal selves. The interfaces. The neural, the neural interfaces. interfaces. Yes. 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 Okay, here oh. we go. Let's start okay. with our poetry synopsis of part two. Let's do. Here's my haiku. Okay. I'm going to give you my haiku, but I'm going to give you an alternate ending line after I'm done. Okay. okay. Here we go. Okay. Fighting rages on. Bobby almost shoots Harry. A truce is brokered. Okay. So Dang. that's that's the original. Now, yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. It's now good. Here, Solid. Here's the alternate ending. Okay. 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 Fighting rages on. Bobby almost shoots Harry. Accept this trophy. (laughs) I like that one. Shameless final line. Yeah. Okay. I like that. All right. So in our compilation book that we published, I want the alternate to be in there too. Alternate ending. In parentheses at the end. Okay. Okay. Thank you. How about that limerick? Okay. Here we go with a limerick for. The Killing Game Part Two. <laughs> the Herogen want to keep fighting a future that Carr tries rewriting. The neural implants finally break. The whole crew is wide awake. Janeway says a truce with some holotech is what she's prescribing. Nice. Oh. I, like you, I like how you extended that that fighting in there. <laughs> I did. Was that on purpose? I was trying to land land the rhyme setup. That was if you you gotta hit that first. The Herogen just want to keep fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the limerick's gotta be in that rhyme setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hook. So I had to hit it hard. Yeah. Fighting. Okay. It was was hard to find. Hmm. I was I was thinking about fight and I, you know, we both used fight, by the way. Yes, we did. We did. Yes. So clearly that was a theme. Um, <laughs> but I was trying to think of something with fight and then I got to fighting and I was like, oh, now I have to rhyme fighting. And then I found rewriting. And I'm like, perfect. Wait, rewrite. Yeah. Car wants to rewrite their future. Okay. Yeah. Rewriting. And I'm and like, then, now I'm stuck. How yeah, do I get stuck. Janeway in on that? So did RJ come up with prescribing? Was that RJ's? I'm not telling anybody. Yes, you will tell me now, Robbie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Good I one. love our poetry. Yeah. I love our poetry. So fun. So fun. Really fun. Let's just, okay, same writers, obviously, uh, yes. Monoski and Braga, but different director, because that's yes. just how, see, I always felt that was, you know, I I know why it's that way, but it, I always felt that was weird. Whenever we do two parties yeah. and there's another director, um, I don't remember Victor Lobel. Oh, I feel bad. I don't I, really I, remember him very well either. I oh. feel like he was a visual effects guy. Maybe mm. I haven't even looked up his credits. Well, I he also I did. He looked. He worked on. Uh, he directed V. The 80s series. Oh, the original V. v. Yes. Oh, interesting, because so, I, I mean, directed on the second round of V oh, in the late 2000s. So. You didn't tell me you worked on V, the new Victor V. Victor Lobel and I, I guess. Yeah, I did. Well, I what, what episode? That. Which episode did you do? I did the season finales, first season finale. Oh, wow. I what it was called. So you worked with uh, Logan, the young 
the young uh, kid in there. Uh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Uh, I think Laura Vandervoort is also in that as yeah. well. So yeah. I had no clue you did that. I okay. did. So V is a common theme, a common thread yes. for Victor Lobel and myself. Yes. Victor Lobel directed a, a bunch of Deep Space Nines, I think. Mm, okay. He did like four. He did on DS9, he did For the Uniform, mm-hmm. Who Mourns for Mourn. Mm-hmm. In the Pale Moonlight and Prodigal Daughter. Gotcha. So he directed four DS9s. So that must be how he came to us. Yeah, the Killing Game Part 2, I think, was his first episode with us. Yes, I don't recall him working on anything before this. No. So, so uh, yes, neither you or I have a lot of recollection of working no, with Victor No, I don't Lobel. really remember it. But it's, it, the thing I will say is it's surprising to me that they mm. would have handed him such an important episode. When oh, he had yeah. never directed any of our shows before. Right. So right. that surprises me. This feels like the kind of thing you'd hand David Livingston or Rick mm-hmm. Colby or mm-hmm. someone who had directed a bunch of our episodes at this point. Although I thought Victor did a great job. He did. And, and I will say, you know, my feelings, if you listen to part one of our podcast recap, yeah. Yeah. Um, I the one big criticism I had is that we weren't playing our regular characters. We were playing these sort of play within a play. We Mm -hmm. were playing characters that, yeah, I I was really happy to see those neural implants come off Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we got to play ourselves again. It was even just having Janeway and seven Mm -hmm. from the start of this episode Mm -hmm. off the neural, whatever interface interface, the off Mm -hmm. the neural interface thing Mm -hmm. was a treat. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. So now we're in the corridor to begin. We have Janeway and yes. seven and they have to fight past German soldiers who have now le- leaked into the, the deck, deck five, deck six, deck seven area, yep. I suppose. Yep. So they're on Voyager now. So they're in the way and clearly it's dangerous because all the safety protocols are still off. So mm-hmm. any type of bullet or any weapon fired by a holographic weapon is still going to do as much damage as a real weapon. By the way, I did like that there was a recap before this episode. You know, they went back and they kind of showed highlights from the previous episode to get us into this episode. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's awesome. Like we're used to that now in television because so many shows are serialized, but we didn't do recaps on our show on Voyager. So it was nice when I sat down to watch this, that it sort of gave you the the highlights from last week so that you're right up to speed as the story starts. Yeah. So like the runaway, running away from the the big bulkhead that exploded and exposed the holodeck yeah. and some of the corridors, like that was cool to kind of bring us right back to where we left off. Yeah. To have a I little, that was very cool. yeah, a little reminder of what's been going mm-hmm. on beforehand. Yeah. So we're in astrometrics, Janeway and seven are there and they're, they're trying to strategize basically. Um, yeah. They have to take out another German soldier that's there with one quick, swift little move. Janeway knocks that guy out. And now the strategy begins. How do we release all the rest yeah. of the Voyager crew members from this interface that is controlling their actions? Yeah. They have to get these neural interfaces shut down because mm-hmm because uh, otherwise they're just locked in this game that they're not yeah. even aware of. And, and they realize in astrometrics that the crew, the uh, neural interfaces are all being controlled in sick bay. Right. So they've got to get into sick bay. Yeah. They but get sick bay there. is 
totally, you know, very heavily guarded Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're going to have to have some fighters. They can't do it with just the two of them. So they're going to have to go get some of the French resistance or the Americans or some of the people in the holodeck to come help them fight. They need help. Uh, They need help. And then we go to the bridge Mm -hmm. and Harry is on the bridge. Harry and his hair and his face. There is hair and his face, which I love. Yeah. Did you have that big bump at this point? The big giant red bruise i didn't notice it until halfway through and then i was like well when did he he must have had that the whole time i've had a bruise this entire time yes it's a big red giant yeah yeah Yeah. well you know i got hit really hard in the last episode so that probably exacerbated that bruise i think that's where that i wonder if it was consistent because i didn't really notice it as much and then late in the episode i was like Whoa, that looks good. That's That's a a big bruise. (laughs) That's a big bruise. (laughs) But I didn't, I wasn't quite sure when it happened, but you know, there's a lot happening in this episode. There is, there is, there is. Tarange arrives up there because Carr's on the bridge. Yeah. Alpha Herogen Carr is there, right? Alpha Herogen Carr shows up. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, Alpha Herogen Carr, by the way, suggests that, uh, that they allow, well, Harry suggests that they allow him to go down to engineering and initiate this power surge and Carr says, no, he wants to save this technology. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, we're going to have to, you know, this may blow up the whole ship if this thing yeah. overloads. Yeah. Um, and then Taranj arrives and he wants to kill the prey yeah. and just move on. But Carr says, no, we've got to preserve this technology. Mm-hmm. We can't jeopardize this ship exploding. Um, so he tells Taranj to take all the other hunters from the Klingon simulation and subdue everybody. So they take the, Cl- the Herogen out of the Klingons. So the Klingons are sort of left by themselves waiting for a war, which we find out later. There's uh, Neelix getting drunk with some, <laughs> some <laughs> so Klingons, <good>. which is <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's not jump the gun, though. Let's keep no, going. <laughs> no. Okay. Then we go to the bar after yes. that. And there's Captain Miller. And Captain young, Miller. handsome Bobby, Bobby. Davis. Well, we Lieutenant don't know his name is Bobby. Davis yet. We just know Bobby at this point. Bobby. It's Lieutenant later. Bobby. Yes, Lieutenant Bobby. We don't even know his rank. It's just Bobby at this point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Brigitte is there. And yeah. who is Tuva? What is his character's name in this I, holodeck? I, I never heard it. He and I can't find it. name. Yeah. I know. I have to figure that. We should look at the script and figure that one out. We should. Yeah. So there's a whole conversation right here about yes. it's a German secret compact because you guys are still clueless. You're, you still think you're the characters in the holodeck, right? And it's a German secret compound. And there's a lot of talk about, um, you know, what this could be. And Chakotay, as Miller has already radioed into headquarters and and uh, military intelligence has said, hey, this must be an advanced munitions laboratory to build some kind of super weapon. So then Chakotay is, you know, he's concerned. Miller's concerned. And he orders Bobby to set up the transmitter and post guards around the perimeter, which he says, I, sir, or yes, sir. And then as you go do that, then he orders you to go get the weapons that are hidden by the French resistance throughout the city. <laughs> It's sort of like, how many jobs are you going to give? I'm doing a lot. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby can Bobby, do a lot of things. Bobby can, Bobby is good, but I don't know if Bobby, Bobby, can, Bobby's that good. He is you, that re- good. You really? Yes. You oh, think yeah, he can, good. he can multitask? Is that he what you're multitask. saying? He can. He, and Brigitte, okay. you know, Brigitte never returned his letters. So she missed out because <laughs> Bobby's good. By the way, I love when Chakotay as Captain Miller says yeah. to Brigitte, he goes, yeah. you've done a bang up job. 
up till now, but we'll take it from here. Yeah. Tell your people to lie low and the Americans say thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Such an American, like, yeah, it's so hockey. It really really was. It really was. I mean, (laughs) it was sort of like, you know, your little, your little deeds that you did. Thanks a lot. Your little things that you helped out with, which, which were really small. In comparison yeah. to us Americans, yeah, it was yeah. very. Um, how great are we as Americans? Yeah. It definitely captured that sort of World War II spirit of like, that yeah. confidence of like yeah. the military forces. And yeah, it's uh, definitely did that. And I loved how Brigitte didn't want to just sit back at this moment. She's no. like, she wants to fight. Yes. And Tuvok, whoever his character is, we don't know his name in this. <laughs> Can we simulation. give him a name? Let's give him a name. What are you gonna get? Uh, I'm gonna just call him Philippe. Philippe. Okay, <laughs> it's Philippe. Brigitte and Philippe. And Philippe. We. Oui. Uh, Philippe says, or yeah. Tuvok says, mm. you know, uh, maybe maybe he's right. There, that's the military. That's the army. Let's just show them where the weapons are. And so, yeah. Brigitte yeah. has to go over with Bobby and talk about where the weapons are. So that's yeah. what gets them together for this little side conversation. Right. She unrolls the map and she shows, Hey, mm-hmm. they're all buried right here up by the hill over yonder kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah. They start going through the, the hidden weapons and then, yep. Of course, you know, well, why didn't I hear from you? And they yeah. talk about a movie they went to. Here it comes. Yes. They sort of disagree about which movie they saw last <laughs> and what scene it was. And then, and Bobby is like, no, I don't think it was that movie. He gives another, and, and then she thinks about it. And it was a nice moment where we're playing these characters with these neural interfaces. So we don't know who we are. But yeah. for a moment, I saw Roxanne play like, am I remembering correctly? Like I'm oh, remembering the holodeck, hmm. but am I also remembering something else? I don't know. I interpreted that. I wish there was more of that. I wish all of us that we're supposed to have these neural implants had had moments of like, wait a minute, I'm kind of, am deja I in a vu dream? Kind of am thing. I, yeah, yeah, deja vu or yeah. am I in a dream? I wish we had played that harder, but I thought Roxanne did it there and it was great. Um, Such a long scene and long, long dialogue. Scene. Between, I, I wrote that down. I go, this is like the longest dialogue scene between Paris and Torres. It was a long time. Uh, he pulls over forever. a chair. He asks, you know, how she got pregnant. She talks about, <laughs> taking advantage of this, uh, the second in command she was interested yeah. in her and yeah. she was trying to be, you know, a spy. And he, he says, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm, you know, I'm sorry that you were put in that position. Right. He's but very understanding. But there's also that point where you're like, well, I guess you've moved on or something. She goes like, well, there's never been another. So it's sort of, yeah. I didn't quite understand what, I mean, is Brigitte still in the Bobby? Is that what she's oh, saying? I think so. Or cause she's, she's playing quite, you know, like she's got the, she's got her cards very close to her vest. She's not mm-hmm. really divulging her feelings. So I wasn't sure where that was going exactly. You know, what could have been interesting. I'm just spitballing on this, but yeah. like, because so much of these holodeck um, characters and relationships were kind of um, a version of our real relationships, but not correct. It would have been interesting if we had played in the holodeck simulation, totally different relationships. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. could have been really interesting yes. instead of just playing a, a watered down version or whatever of mm-hmm. like if, you know, if I don't know, 
I don't know who, you know. Uh, you're it saying as been if, if Paris was in a relationship with uh, Seven of Nine's character is what you're saying, yeah, right? Or, not, or not if, Brigitte, or if, not uh, Roxanne. Yeah, or if Chakotay, you know, if, if, if Captain Miller, which was Chakotay, if he mm. was the one in a relationship and with Brigitte or something. Yes, and then, of course. And then maybe, you know, Tuvok was in a relationship with the captain or something. I don't yeah, know. It yeah. Would have been interesting I, to mix it up sure. in this one little, sh- you know, it just occurred to me in this moment. But I think part of my struggle sometimes with the story, I know that the intention was to echo the stories of our real show, mm-hmm. but they didn't really. They didn't, they sort of were off. And so it might have been better just to go completely dive in deep to something brand new and weird that we would never do on the show. That certainly would have been like, yes, that would have been an interesting choice. Miller, Miller with Brigitte. Okay. Philippe, AKA Tuvok with With Katrin Janeway. Right. Yes. 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 I like it. That would have been interesting to me. Yes. And especially interracial love back in the thirties. My goodness. There's so many things that that could have been played upon right there. You know, so many, there would have been, I wonder if they you know. Maybe they considered it and decided to keep it a little closer to our, just so it wasn't totally confusing. But I, I don't know. I think yeah. it just occurred to me that would have been interesting. And it would have been interesting if Bobby was Tom Paris on the bridge and Harry was Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because in real life, it is Garrett who loves World War II stories. And I know. Era. I know. It's okay. It's all right. It's sad. Well, so this entire love fest is interrupted. By, by noise, by the sound. bar. Yes. yes. Everyone draws weapons and out. draw the weapons, points them below yeah. the bar. Exactly. And there's a, a panel opens up and clearly it's a Jeffrey's tube. Yeah. And out but they don't Jane know Lee. that because they they're don't know in that. the they simulation and they no. have a neural interface. No. So they Jane draw their seven. weapons mm-hmm. and uh, seven says, uh, sorry. Uh, Janeway, uh, Janeway says, yeah. Uh, Jamie says, hold your fire. Yeah. I love her accent on that line. I hold can't... your fire. Yeah, she did. Hold she... your fire. Hold it sounded fire. like it was... Iowa or something. It was like uh, an Iowa yeah. farm girl. I Is that what you heard? Kind of. I, I, I kind of heard. heard like matinee kind of like, you know, like old, old Hollywood, old Hollywood. Of, yeah, yeah. Old Hollywood. Yeah. A little bit like that. A little kind Catherine of Hepburn. Yeah. Catherine Hepburn came out. A yeah. Bit, I felt. Yeah. And this is when Chakotay introduces, he says, I'm Captain Miller. Here's Lieutenant Davis. So now we know mm. your rank. We know your last name. And uh, this is the first time that we know that you're Davis. Mm-hmm. You were just Bobby before, right? Yeah. And Captain Miller, uh, he wants to call it an airstrike. He feels like, look, you know, we just got to take out this, this compound, which is developing a secret weapon. This mun- yeah, it's a munitions, munitions lab. lab. And, yeah. and Janeway says, yeah, that's what it is, a munitions it is lab. Munitions and he's lab. like, let's blow it up. Let's blow it she up. goes, no, 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 wait, wait, no, wait. we want to save it. Yes. There's new technologies in there. Yes. And it could blow up the whole valley, she yeah. says. Yeah, she goes, I got a plan. I got a plan because yeah. I'm going to take out the generator that runs mm-hmm. the whole, the generator that runs the whole compound. Mm-hmm. And really, in her, what she's saying is she's got to take out that console in sick bay is what it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now we go to sick bay. The doctor is trying to treat a critically injured Starfleet crew member who's been in some holodeck simulation and injured. Mm-hmm. And then quickly, the Herogen medic says, no, 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 no. You need to help out this guy, which a Herogen warrior comes in, a hunter, and he has and a he's got burn. Yeah, a burn. He's little burned burn. a little bit. Yeah, you know, he's walking on his own. You know, uh-huh. he doesn't need any help. He's not on a stretcher. But 
he orders the doctor to help him first. And the doctor flips out. He's like, what kind of doctor are you? Everyone knows that you need to help those that are injured the most. The more critically injured need to be helped first. And then the Herogen medic says, you know, um, if you don't help my guy, our guy first, I'm going to deactivate you. The doctor mm-hmm. complains more. And indeed, he is deactivated by the Herogen and he's gone. Yep. Out of that scene. And he also says at the end, after he de- deactivates the doctor, he tells his buddy, he says, uh, from now on, leave the Starfleet. Oh, yeah. Leave them where die. they lie. Yeah. He leave doesn't them care where they about lie. helping them. Only yeah. bring our guys in yep. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that looks That's bad. That's hardcore. So, Not good. Yeah. Also puts our, you know, the, our series regular characters at risk now, even yes. more risk. Correct. Because the audience knows if they get shot by these these weapons in the hollow deck where mm-hmm. the safety protocols are off, yep. that they'll be left to die. That's right. So, That's right. We go to the caves now. Neelix is drunk. And <laughs> oh my God, did I love Johnny Phillips playing, you know, playing a Klingon. Oh my God. With I gotta oh, say. a drunk Klingon. He's ready for a fight. It's the yeah. eve of battle. I don't oh. know what they were saying half the time. And, the, and well, the he's other... talking about it being the dry season. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just so funny. And I, and I do remember watching this when it first was airing on UPN while yeah. we were filming. I remember watching, I remember I, because for me, what do I remember? I remember my episodes on the bridge in the sick Bay area in, uh, sorry, not sick Bay, but mess hall, I get fighting against or doing the Herogen's bidding kind of, kind of standing up against yeah. them. I remember all my scenes, but I don't remember anyone else's scene. So when I watched this episode, when it's finally yeah. aired, I was so excited to see Ethan Phillips <laughs> and, and he committed. what he had done. Oh, he, he com- went all the way. There was yeah, just, he went all the way. Oh, it was so good. It was really good. Oh, I loved it so much. So funny. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was a great scene. And nothing really happens there, but we do set up that these guys are waiting to fight. Yeah. And we get a little comic relief. It's just yeah. a little... Yeah, be sorry, but it's a little fun. levity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And, and he, I loved his commitment, Ethan Phillips' commitment in this to the Klingon kind mm-hmm. of character, and he was great. So mm-hmm. um, we go out in the hall, and there's Harry. There's gunshots everywhere, and Nazi mm-hmm. appears around a corner, and yeah, then and he's drawn his weapon at Harry. He's his about weapon to shoot at Harry, Harry, about to shoot him, and then all of a sudden he we hear a shot, Bam. and the Nazi goes down, and Harry looks behind him, and there's Paris. Or yeah. Bobby. Yes. Yes. And, and Bobby... I want to, I, I do want to make clear, clear for yeah. our, because when you're saying Nazi, I, I'm going to say the German soldier, because he wasn't like the SS, that, that guy's a Nazi, right? So yeah. the, the SS captain played by J Paul, that, that guy's Nazi, but a lot of those guys were just German soldiers, right? So yeah. I, I think we yeah. need to make that distinction between the two. Yeah. Um, so as he falls down, Harry turns around and sees it's Tom. And he even yells, Tom and Harry uh-huh. goes wrong guy like just kind of you know kind of I don't want to say jerky but he just he's 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 on a mission well, he, he, didn't, he didn't know who you were no he doesn't know Bobby did not know who Harry was yeah and held held his uh his handgun up yeah. and uh put a gun to my says face. why are why are you out of uniform he says yeah. to you yeah. And then Bobby goes, I don't have time for 20 questions. You say you're an American. Okay, then if Betty Grable came walking around that corner, what part of you, her would you be staring at? Yeah. And then you see Harry thinking. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, what is it? And you go actually, back to Bobby and he goes, time's up. 
Do you know what I did? I remember this now. After watching this, as an yes. actor, my my justification was I had no clue what part of the body it was. So I guessed, like Harry guessed that it was the legs and it was right. That was my right. justification to make me even more like, oh. And so right. when you when your character said, lucky for you, Megan quickly chimed in. No, lucky for you that you didn't kill your best friend, Tom. That's why. Oh, that, yeah, that's, that's what she right. said. Yeah, that would have so, been horrible. That would have been horrible if you woke up after yeah. your interface is de- deconnected and you asked, where's Harry? And then someone goes, oh, you shot him in the you face. He's dead. Him. Yeah, you killed him. So uh, lucky, for, uh, lucky for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the way I was holding the handgun. I was holding, I was stabilizing my wrist way down here. And, and I'm not... Uh, I'm not as familiar with handguns. I don't. I don't own a handgun. Do you mean when you were holding it and we when were I was talking, or when it, you were when you were pointing it at me? When I was pointing it at you. Now, having directed a lot of shows with weapons with in it, weapons and yeah. things, I know that I would stabilize my hand a little differently. But in, I was holding like my. Forearm were you holding your forearm? I didn't yeah, even notice that. I was not. I didn't even bad. notice that. It was bad technique. Now that I, I, now that I know a little more than I did back then. Yeah. I didn't. Well, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't come off as being, you know, a huge error. I mean, it didn't come. I, I didn't notice it at all. So yeah. I think that's just you being picky. But now you know. Now I know. Grabbed it here, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So all then right. we go to the tube. We go to the Jeffrey's tube, and Janeway yeah. and Chakotay are uh, in there. And I love a little banter about, you know, you're different than the girls back home. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What did he say? He just... says you're more gung ho than yeah, the girls lung- back lung- home." Yeah. Gung ho. Which is a nice little, nice little, again, sort of like an echo of the relationship they have on our show, but not exactly. Not exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, Janeway says, you know, we're about to uh, enter the underground caves or something. And she says, Mm -hmm. I must warn you there. The cave people are an eccentric people. (laughs) Cave people. And, you know, it's the Klingons, but she's just trying to explain like tunnels under this town and yeah. there's weird people yeah. that uh, speak Klingon or something. Could that sorry. be a T-shirt, Robbie? Could it just an image of a bunch of Klingons and underneath it says the cave people. The cave people. They're go. an eccentric people. They are. They are. Uh, we go into the caves with Jane and Chakotay and there's yeah. the Klingon are singing. Yeah. And, uh, and there's there's a Neelix singing along with them. Yeah. And, um, and he comes, they come to, uh, he comes to ask them uh, who they are. And they say, what house are you from? And Janeway, Janeway says, uh, uh, the house of Tomag or Tomag. Tomag. Yeah. Yes. And then- the house of, she just makes it up. Right. But then Ethan's response is hilarious. Is He's like, Tomog. Tomog. <laughs> yeah. I've never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, like, brilliant. Yeah. Then, then he brings a drink down. They're going to drink before battle. <laughs> so he brings down his like satchel of, of uh, you know, Klingon ale. Yeah. And it's a double. I, I never have seen one of these before. It's a double satchel. Like, it's oh, got two, two sides? Okay. sides to it. It looks like a batleth, like kind of how the batleth oh, has two smart. ends. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a nice little detail. I, yeah. I thought that was cool. Not very practical, but you know, no. I understood it was different. But the yeah. whole purpose was to sort of kind of get the Klingons to 
ally with them in a way ally with them and also distract them a bit because Janeway she she says don't drink that it's twice as strong as the stuff you're used to right and then Chakotay stays back with Neelix and Mm -hmm. the other Klingon on the holodeck and she goes around and finds a panel hidden in some rocks a holodeck panel Mm -hmm. access panel and she um beams in the doctor Mm-hmm. initiates his program mm-hmm. and now the doctor is part of this yes and then they go back and uh and there was a moment at the end of that scene where where neelix and the doctor <laughs> are left alone and neelix still thinks he's a klingon so yeah. he's still acting it up and he sort of hit bob on the shoulder oh i love and that. he reacted that and then he my... hit him again oh, I hit him like that. three times <laughs> oh, and, yes. and uh, I forget so what the doctor said, but please, like, stop please doing don't that. do that. Yeah, please don't do that or something. <laughs> I swear they must have added it. I can't imagine that that was scripted. I bet they added the oh, yeah. the padding, the hitting, and uh, I'm sure that Ethan and Bob made that bit up. It was yeah. funny though. I mean, that's funny. one of the few times that that maybe an ad lib was allowed. Yeah, in there, you know. Yeah, and uh, oh, I love the comment that the. Um, uh, Neelix as a Klingon says to the doctor when he first sees the doctor he says mm-hmm. oh is this one of your uh, warriors and he goes he's a frail looking thing <laughs> he calls him that yes <laughs> oh my god um, I don't uh, you, I know you definitely don't know this because you don't really watch my reaction videos uh, and uh, you don't really see those you know because they come in in the finished yeah. product but I talked about how smart Bob is because we typically are not allowed to, um, we're not allowed to ad lib. But if yeah. you think about it, the doctor has found a way around that because when it, whenever you cut to the end of a scene with the doctor, he always does a, hmm, he does a verbal ad lib. Yeah. He always makes like that. An hmm. au- yeah, he makes this audible sound. sound. Yeah, he makes a sound which he can't get in trouble for because he's not saying a word he's just doing right. an extra but that's that sound is always a comment his final last word. always like the yes. last button of the scene yeah, the, you know what the doctor's like a teenager always has yeah. to have the last word <laughs> and he has the last word with the button with a sound and bob Picardo, as smarty as he is mr yale himself is able to squeeze <laughs> that in at the end of almost every scene from this season on i think he has a little he always gives a good button at the a end, little button sure. exactly yeah. but again him hit at uh ethan choosing to to, to pop the doctor that one time yeah and no reaction and the second time really hard was just classic it's just like funny. oh it was so very funny. funny so funny good stuff um, next we go back to the holodeck and there's a battle raging and we see through a window that uh, Brigitte and uh, Philippe, I guess, whatever yes. we're going to call him, Tuvok, yeah. are firing. And uh, and then there's Tom as Tom's Bobby yeah, behind Bobby. them. Yeah, yeah, but he's behind them. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. He's the <laughs> army he's the, guy. He's a soldier. He's Why the he? army guy. And he's got the pregnant lady in front of him. <laughs> What as your How shield? Let th- as yeah. your shield. <laughs> Why didn't I say like no 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 no? I'm gonna go down front, put the pregnant lady behind me. I can't believe oh, I let them I get love away it. with that. I love it. Uh seven returns to tweak yeah. some weapons at with said, German technology. Yeah, right. And Tuvok and, as Philippe is very is, suspicious. Oh, she goes so suspicious. Yeah, she says uh it's uh some German technology, some yeah. new 
so funny. She's trying to fix this uh, hand grenade or whatever yeah. she's working on. She's yeah. trying to fix up this technology. Yeah. We go out to the street and the Hirogen are pinned down. And yeah. um, what's his name? Taranj. Taranj requests for more backup, right? Yeah. And he wants three nucleonic charges to penetrate the structure so he can get in. Yeah. And they, and Carr says, no. No way. But you'll, you, I want to keep, I don't want to destroy anything. But I'll send you some more hunters. There you go. So he's getting he's getting uh, extra hunters, and then we go mm-hmm. inside the Jeffrey's tube again. Yep. Jamie Chicote. We find out there's a force field around the surgical bay. Yeah. And so they uh, set a bomb right under sick bay. Yeah. And they set this ticking bomb for five minutes, enough time for them to get up there with the old fashioned clock. Oh, with the old from the ho- yeah from the nineteen forties. Ho- yeah. Yes clock it's yeah. a classic i love it ticking time bomb <laughs> yes. out of a cartoon it was very funny yeah, it was we go up to sick bay and the herogen mm. doctor is taken prisoner by chakotay and janeway she goes over to the doctor's desk to disable the force field we go on the bridge and car calls to sick bay and there's no answer so he sends some troops down uh chakotay is disarmed in the hallway as the mm-hmm. troops are heading towards sick bay yeah and the Doc Herogen guy, what's his name? Herogen doctor. Oh, we just say Herogen medic or doctor. Medic yeah. doctor. Yeah. He takes Chicote's pistol, runs back into sick bay. Uh, Janeway starts to try to get away and he shoots and she takes a shot to the leg. And this yeah. is where I was like, oh, no. I wish she had mm-hmm. not gotten shot. I wish not they the, had. And not in the leg, for God's sake. Should have been in the shoulder or something. Or, or if she had tried to dive out of the way and twisted her it, ankle, then, I could have bought that. Yes, or something like that. Or maybe grazed her, her in, the, in the forehead or something, something like something different. But yeah. oh, and also interesting to note that Hiro- at the top of this scene, the Hirogen medic tells Carr that five hunters have been killed in the last hour. So Hirogens are now dying. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is just well, the one. Safety protocols are off. So everybody's yes. Yes. up this for grabs. Yes, this is one huge cluster beep. So it's it's a it's it's a problem. Um, so now Janeway hobbles off, and that's when the Herogen <laughs> medic types into the to the console uh, into the uh, the, the computer, computer, the laptop, computer or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and it says access denied. So he's now unable. He's to, like, wait a minute, yeah. what? He's like, what? And then we cut down to the bomb. Yeah, and the, and cut boom. Bye bye, Herogen medic. He's done. He's done. He's, yeah. We see sick bay blow up in a nice, mm-hmm. a pretty good visual effect out in the hallway. It's okay. It was all right. It was 90s. It was a 90s. Yeah, it was the 90s for yeah. sure. It could have been better. That's okay for the 90s. But um, then I wrote down the neural interfaces are finally disabled. Yes, they're Yay! disabled. Yay! I was so excited. Now and everybody grabs happy. their necks. Yeah. Yes. Everybody goes, ow, ow. Ah. And they know and then who seven, they are. seven tries to quickly explain. We're on a holodeck simulation. We've been <laughs> we've been boarded. Yeah. But the Nazis uh, and the and the, and and the German troops up. and Tarange, mm-hmm. the Herogens, and uh, they they storm in and uh, take them hostage. Mm-hmm. So now they are prisoners. And the SS captain slaps Torres because he's disgusted by her. Slap. Yes. How'd you feel about that? Your lady getting slapped. I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I, I think Tom did jump up to defend her, sort of pulled her away. Yeah. And yeah. at first I was like, that's not a strong enough move, dude. Why didn't you go after him? But then yeah. a moment later, he does go after the the uh, the the Nazi second in command guy 
what's his name? The commandant? Uh, no, he's not commandant. He is a captain, actually. Captain he's an SS captain. I don't know yeah. his actual name. I can't remember it. The commandant is but, Carr. But Tom does say at one point, he goes, pig, and he jumps at him. But then and the Nazi, Nazi draws the gun. Right. And then that's when I wrote down, how do you like a gun in your face, Tom? Because, you know, you <laughs> put a gun in my face earlier. Yeah. So now you got a f- gun in your I face. I know. Not There's a lot of weapons in this. A lot of, <laughs> this is a weapon. Lots, happy lots of weapons. Episode, yes. And a lot of, uh, by the way, shell ejections out of all these weapons during oh, these yeah. battles. So we yeah. were firing a lot of blank loads there. There were yeah. obviously, you know, we've we've talked on the podcast before about weapons on set and safety concerns and things right. like that but the shell is still being ejected even though the shell's blank. being ejected and it's so, hot, you know it's hot brass it's yeah. still hot do you know if anyone gunpowder yeah do you recall anyone was, getting burnt or I getting don't, a, i don't remember but that happens often yep um when you're shooting blanks like yeah. that and yeah. there were a lot of weapons there i do remember lining up in some of the scenes later when we were behind the barricades and tuvok had a rifle and Tom Paris had a rifle mm-hmm. and there were shell casings getting ejected. Yeah. And so you have to be careful when you stage scenes and that the weapons don't eject onto an actor next to you. So, mm. I, and, and I was also looking for earplugs because they're very loud. And yeah. so I thought I did see some in Tim Russ, some earplugs at one point, but, um, yeah. but I was very aware of a lot of, you know, uh, Roxanne Dawson was firing a, a handgun. Yeah. She had a ejecting shells. Yeah, so there was, was a lot of, real uh, simulated gunfire with with hot brass getting ejected uh, throughout the episode and and uh, I don't recall our safety protocols I'm going to assume that they were up to the standards of the time for sure I think things are even generally safer now and certainly mm-hmm. since that that tragedy that happened on set in uh, down near Albuquerque things are even more um yeah you know more safe the protocols by the way stricter. by the way let yeah. me just quickly interrupt since we are in a world war ii simulation megan and i just watched 1917 mm. have you seen that the sam yeah. mendes movie yeah that's like one take yeah it's like the whole it's, movie is a winner it's, it's not like really one, but it's, it's not complete but maybe there's two cuts in the entire film that's it's, it's still simulated amazing, though. it's yeah right? it's pretty amazing yeah I, I was blown away i really was yeah. so anyway yeah okay. it's pretty phenomenal yeah all right, let's move on. Um, we yeah, are in so uh, we go back to simulation, the caves. Right? Yeah. yeah, back mm-hmm. to the caves. And because these neural interfaces have been deactivated, Neelix yes. is back, but he still he's looks back. like a Klingon. Yes. And he looks great. He looked great as a Klingon, by the way. Yeah. He looked really but good. But he's that acting like good. Neelix now, which yeah, he's is funny. because. <laughs> uh, and the Klingons wake up, the, the hungover Klingons wake up, and they're like, time for battle. Yeah. And they come over and they grab Neelix and the doctor. They hand the doctor a... Uh, a hand weapon, a knife or something, Neelix, a bat lift. Yeah. And so as they're heading off to battle, you hear Neelix go, Kapla. Right. <laughs> Doctor goes, Tally Ho. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 he says Tally Ho, which is funny. But then I thought, when did the doctor become British? I don't know what's happening right here. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But it is still a that's funny scene. That's what they wrote. Yeah, yep. that's what they wrote. And he went tally ho, and I thought, tally oh. ho, all right, and off they go off they to go. war. Yeah. They were very our comic relief guys. Neil, <laughs> we go to the ready room, and yeah. Jane injured Janeway um, comes in with her who is sometimes wound. aware of her gunshot wound, and other times yeah. not. Yes, yeah. And Kate is such a good actress, but this is that was a hard injury to sustain. Yeah, 
and match with all the other things they scripted her to do. So that's what I think led to some of the inconsistencies. But, Mm -hmm. but anyway, she comes in and he wants her to help um, with, you know, what's going on. He threatens to kill all of them. If she doesn't cooperate with him, with him, she refuses. And he, he gets really intense. He says, this is not a game. Mm -hmm. And then goes on to explain what his thoughts are that, right. He wants a future for his people. Yeah. And he says, my people are hunting themselves into extinction. And he, th- it seems like the holodeck. Oh, I wrote down for myself. He's talking about how badly he wants to get this technology from, from Voyager. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the whole time you guys have spaceships and all kinds of weapons. How hard is it to invent a virtual reality simulation situation? Like we have, um, you know, flight simulators that have been around in America for 50 years. Like we have Oculus Glass. Like, really? You're you can't invent your own virtual reality something? <laughs> uh, but okay. Yeah, this is All a pretty right. ancient species. They've been around for a while, so you would think their technology is still going to be good enough to have their it's, own. They're good enough to fly spaceships right? through space. Exactly. So like. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you guys invent your own Oculus goggles right. or something? Right. But we but wouldn't anyway, have this episode. So we wouldn't have the episode. I, I do like the line from Carr. Your people have faced extinction many times, but you've always managed to avoid it. You seem to recognize the need for change. And yeah. then Janeway sort of takes control. She's like, look, let's end this now. I will give you the technology that you can now recreate on your own and let yep. just give me back my ship. You know, let me give you, yep. let's, let's just end this. This is ridiculous. And it's important. This seems very important because now Janeway knows why this is happening because before yeah. this, she just thought this was just some, you know, some type of, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Not sedition. Sadistic. But, uh, sort of sadistic, like exactly. Sadistic. Some type of sadistic, uh, you know, weird torture, torture thing that they're, yeah. Yeah, that they're uh, putting uh, upon the, the Starfleet crew. And I love her little end line. It would be cunning for you to agree because yeah. <laughs> Carr has used that uh, adjective for the human race yeah. being cunning. And she says, it'll be cunning for you guys to agree to this because Carr really lets down his guard a little bit. He lets Janeway know mm-hmm. why he's doing this. He also yep. lets Janeway know he admires the human race, you know, for yep. being survivors and being able mm-hmm. to embrace change, which is something that he's trying to enact with his people, which yep. is something that they are very much against doing. They want to stick to the old ways. Right. So this is a, this is a critical scene for this entire episode. It changes everything. I also, I, th- I also thought this scene uh, with Carr and Janeway was very bold and staging mm-hmm. maybe a little heavy-handed almost because mm. he starts behind the desk in the power position yeah and near the end he kind of comes out to join her and then she moves back behind her desk to the power position <laughs> like oh right like she mm. comes in as the prisoner right and he's behind the desk in the power in in charge and right. by the end she's behind the desk it felt I, slightly heavy-handed to me, but I, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it By the end, I would have liked to have seen Carr sitting in Janeway's lap. That would have been an interesting exactly. choice as well. <laughs> yeah, it okay. was. We were we were close to that. We were yeah. heading that direction almost. Uh, okay. We go back to the bar, mm-hmm. and Taranj is like, he's tired of the simulation. He's drinking some wine. He's like. <laughs> 
simulated wine, everything's simulated. Yeah. Like, I want something he's, real. He's sick of it. Uh, J. Paul Bomer, uh, SS captain, is now speaking to Taranj and just kind of getting in his ear at this yep. point. You know, like you know, this is this is ridiculous. Yep. We need to we need to do something. You know, why are we even? Why aren't we executing these people? And and you know, I'm I I, I don't agree with any of this. And mm-hmm. at this point. Taranj is like, you know what? Let's just have some singing. Okay. Let's just pass the time and orders seven to get up and sing. And seven, not being the holodeck character any longer, refuses. And I thought it really interesting that she drew the line here. Like, because Taranj says, if yeah, because he says, <laughs> if you don't sing, I will kill you. And she ref- she says, fine, go ahead. And then she she then she spouts something about, and re- and by the way. The board will someday, you know, you may not be assimilated now, but when the board do get, get, you know, uh, to, to you guys, you're done, you know, and you, and the last thing you can remember will be my face. And it was sort of like, what, where is all this bravado coming from? Yeah. What is this? Like, it's kind of weird because she doesn't, I don't know why she got so brave and so cocky and so like, blah, blah, blah. I will die. This is the hill that I die on. Like really singing. This is yeah, the singing, <laughs> the singing hill. I will not sing. There's, I, there's some things I just will not do. You can and singing <laughs> is it. Is it. I draw the line. If you yes. I cannot sing for you, it is against the core of my body and my morals. What is this? I don't get it. Um, just as just as he's <laughs> about to shoot her, though, Carr calls in and says, Okay, we've reached a truce. Yeah. And there's a ceasefire. Let everybody know there's a ceasefire. Mm -hmm. And the the Nazi or Capitan or whatever. Yeah. uh, He he says, look, I told you, you know, Mm -hmm. he's this guy is making really bad calls. And so when when the when Carr has called for a ceasefire, they've released uh, all of us seven and and Balana and Tom and they've been released. And um and then the the Nazis like, see, you know, he's, he's uh, lost I told it. you, he's lost it. Yeah. You need to go out there and yeah. you've got to ignore his orders and go out mm-hmm. there and fight these guys. Mm-hmm. And they exit. So you right. can see, we see Taranj, he's gotten to him. He's yeah. he's used used Nazi thinking. He, t- you know, horrible Nazi beliefs and things that he says to Taranj that really gets to him and sends him out the door. It's so crazy that that Nazi ideology. Has now basically convinced an entire, entirely different species of alien that this is the way to go. It's sort of like yeah. Taranja's like, gosh, you're making a lot of sense, you know, which then makes you realize that if you're a good speaker, you can. <laughs> you can convince people to come yep. down the wrong path very quickly, yep. um, which is a little dangerous, right? Um, the next especially is, when you appeal to the ego yes, or a power yes. position mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're in the town streets and yep. I love this scene. And you don't see Paris and seven that often, but now you have a shot or a scene with Paris and seven walking along and boy, Tom is getting into he's getting tw- yeah. oh, now he, he now that he's it. aware of what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish Bobby had been like this. I wish they had written Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Cause he goes, come on, keep it moving. Get the lead out of your pants. Yeah, yeah. He yells at, and then seven says something like mid 20th century American <laughs> slang. You're enjoying this simulation. Aren't you? <laughs> What did you call her? I said, loosen up, baby doll. The war's almost over. The only word you didn't use was toots. You didn't call her toots. But you said everything else to her, which was hilarious. (laughs) 
Very funny. Yeah. Yeah. He was enjoying it. But then all of a sudden, bang, there's a shot. Yeah. And the fighting starts again. Tarange mm. has come out. And now it's really, it is on. And mm. the fighting gets big. We yeah. go back to the caves. The drunk Klingons are there. And <laughs> Doc and Neela, uh, the doctor and Neelix, ask the Klingons, they, you know, you want to fight? We got to fight for you. We need your help. Right. And they, and they're, they don't want to listen. And so Neelix, not as his Klingon persona, right. but as Neelix right. goes over and says, um, you will listen. He really yeah, yeah. uses it. Like, yeah. well, as well, Neelix. What, you remember what predicated that? Like he, he first says, excuse me, like he's being Neelix. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, and they are not even paying attention. That's when yeah. the doctor has his immortal, his immortal line. They're Klingons, not kittens. And so that's when he gets yeah. on his soapbox and yells at them. Come on. He rallies yeah. the troops. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we go to engineering. Janeway's in there trying to shut down the hollow emitters. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls Harry yep. from, from engineering. Yep. She says and to overload the hollow emitter network using the secondary power relays to trigger mm-hmm. the overload. This is when they're interrupted by Tarange, who shows, yep. up, who shows up by himself, and he decides that it's time to end the reign of Carr. And he fires. He, and he says, step away from the controls. He does. Carr just sort of hesitates. Yep. He shoots him once. Yeah. And then he's he's kind of stumbled there and he says, step away from the controls. Yeah. And, and Carr says, listen to me. He's trying to like, yeah. you know, say his point again. And he sh- shoots him again. With shoots him and shot. kills him. Yeah. Yep. And Janeway goes down and then she looks at Taran. She's like, what are you waiting for? Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Shoot me. And Taran says, you're my prey. Yeah. Run. Yeah. And then she runs with her shot oh. leg. Oh. And we go back to the streets. The battle is raging. We are losing ground. We are outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Seven is modifying this explosive device, a grenade, yeah. um, to emit a burst, uh, a photonic burst mm-hmm. to disrupt the hollow emitters. We go back to the hall. Janeway runs uh, into a tube, and Taranj comes over, and he he's hunting her, and he sort of feels the panel, and he can feel her energy. Yeah, I really like that part where taraj touches the like he can feel that she was here you know which is kind of cool i I don't know if he was directed that way or if he if he chose that action himself but however however that came about it was effective for me yeah i have a question i was thinking about this when the episode finished but it comes to mind right now seems just as good a place as any to talk about it sure all the herogen are men are there no lady herogens is this just dudes that feel like they got to shoot guns all the time and fight everybody? Is it like, it how do the they most, have baby herogens? It's the most toxic masculine species in the, in the universe. Clearly. All they want to do is fight and there's no ladies <laughs> around. None. I was just like, wait a minute. And then Rebecca and I were talking and she was like, well, maybe, you know, some reptiles, maybe they don't need uh, yeah, females. Well, but then I th- I thought so. I don't know biology that well, but I I yeah. googled it. I was like, how do reptiles reproduce? Yeah. They do have male and female. They, they Some do. reptiles but- have both male and female chromosomes, and they can sort of change. Oddly enough, it gets right. complicated. But right. I but don't they're... think. My point is, I don't think the Herogen don't have the ladies around. Like I think they must have the ladies. So where were they? <laughs> right. But there are species on Earth that that kind of, you know, seahorses or is it seahorses? Yeah, that, seahorses. Can, that can give birth regardless. And they're, they're kind of genderless. Right. And they can give birth. I think seahorses are the ones where the males 
are the the males give birth or I don't know. I don't know. I think no, I, would, I think there are some species that have no gender, right? And they're able to still give birth and they don't have a male or a female designation. I thought that I was the case. I am not that smart. Okay. I, <laughs> I will just Fine. say right now, anything, any opinion I offer will be a total guess because <laughs> I don't know. Okay, fine. So we're, they're in the tube and the tube. Janeway is trying to get away. She's in the Jeffrey's tube. They're trying to get yep. away. They jump to the bridge. Harry sets the timer for the overload. At this, this... Now, wait a minute. What? Let me ask you, why yeah. did you set it at nine minutes? Like, why didn't you just say now? Because a lot of crap happens that you could have prevented if you just went, how about a five second countdown? Why do we need nine minutes? I'm going to, okay. My, my, the way that I justified that was, yes. I'll I'll tell you right, I hear it. My choices, my choices were one hour, 45 minutes, 30 minutes, 25 minutes and nine minutes. Like nine minutes was the default shortest amount of time allowed to, I couldn't get it any shorter than nine minutes, but that's, that's the only thing that I could come up with. But you're you right. You had the same thought. I was, I, like, yeah. why? I was like, why is it nine minutes? It's so, why? that's like an eternity. It's, a ran- it's yeah, random it's and it's random. an eternity. That must be, you know, maybe it's a Brandon Braga thing. Maybe nine has some significance in his life yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or Minoski's life. Who knows? Yeah. But the, the funny thing about this is that in this scene on the bridge, before Harry, before you see the nine minute thing, you do see the camera is on a Herogen who's over at, a, at one of the side stations there. And he's yeah. talking to another Herogen. He's like, I'll be back. I'm going to Sigbay. And then I oh, thought, yeah. Sigbay? Sigbay is demolished. Where are you going? <laughs> There's no Sigbay. Sigbay blew up. So that was. Sigbay blew up. And in a few minutes, very soon, Seven's yeah. going to get shot. How does she survive? That's true. The safety protocols are That's off true. and sick play is sick bay is blown that, up. That is true. How did she survive? <laughs> anyway. Well, it's clearly with the Herogen, whoever was the loop doing whoever the loop group was that yeah. adds in those little lines right yeah. there. Someone didn't get the, the memo that there is no sick bay, and they probably thought, Oh, this is great, he's gonna go to sick bay, and there's no sick bay. So, no, I felt like they must a... know that, right? I mean, I guess they you could say maybe he didn't that. get a that maybe it didn't come over the systems yeah. alerts or something, but I would think that if sick bay blows up. It's going to be like a tweet that everybody gets. Yeah, but whose job is that to to tell the loop group, "Hey, you can't say that here." Is that is that? Oh, Randy I think Kobe it's beyond is that loop group. Mary no, Howard, the, who, whose job the post is this? Producer that would have okay, been. Okay, so who's that? Who's the post producer? That would have point? been whoever. We had a few different ones. Don. Oh, Don. Oh, Don uh, Velasquez. Um, okay, or. Um, or I'm trying to remember all the names of those post Steve guys. Steve was our last. Steve one. was another guy too. Yeah. Okay. So one of the post producers forgot to give the memo. It would have been them, I think. Yeah. All right. But I don't know. Maybe they were logicking it some other way. Yeah. I I just want to know the logic of seven got shot. Yes. The safety protocols off and there's no sick bay. How? (laughs) Well, I'm assuming that there is some type of dermal regenerator kit. Okay. It's It's her board technology. All right. That I can go with. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. okay, let's move on. Town nine streets. minutes. Yeah, we go in the streets. Seven's finishing this grenade. She's about to throw it and she gets shot, as we okay. discussed. She goes down, appearing dead, by the way. And Paris jumps over. Now, did you notice the helmet in my face? <laughs> no. Why? Every, 
I remember shooting this and the helmet kept falling. When I, when I turn around and look down, it would, it would fall it didn't down. Fit me, yeah. It would yeah. fall. And I remember them just going, we did it a couple of times and it kept falling in my face. And they were like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We got it. And then I looked at it tonight. I'm like, I couldn't even see where I was diving. Like, and here's another thing, by the way, I noticed Your all those scenes, fit. many of those battle yeah. scenes yeah. in the day and nighttime yeah. had a really strong rain happening. I don't know if you noticed, like when yeah. the doctor, it was raining. I mean, it never rains in LA. I mean, it's very so that rare. That was not added rain. No, that was real. That rain was real. That you rain. guys were dealing with. Yeah, yeah, it was I did raining. Notice it was that. Those streets were rain. wet. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And then you're but, right. Uh, in Los Angeles, it's it's usually dry 300 and you know 60 days of the year. So to see any type of precipitation is odd. I agree. Yeah. But they're captured. Paris goes after this uh, grenade. Yeah. With with his helmet in his eyes, but uh, yeah. the grenade does explode, go yeah. off, and it does. It takes out, out all the U.S. troops and all your ammunition as well, right? All yes. your holographic weapons and uh, Every, grenades. All, everything near gone us. near you. But of course, everyone else, all the Germans, they still and have their they're stuff. Still, they're still okay because they weren't affected by it. So you guys are, are now. So we are captured. Mm-hmm. You're captured. Yep. We go back yep. to the hall. Janeway's running. She And she sees this area where the hollow emitters do not reach because she sees someone laying there, a holographic character, uh, and yeah. his, I, his legs are only gone. halfway there. Right. And then she pulls him back and the legs appear. So she's like, oh, that's the end of the hollow projector. Well, I didn't not, actually, the hollow, remember that part of the deck was blown out. So the hollow emitters were were damaged there. This is what I, what I, oh, I see. you know what I'm saying? So because Harry had already rigged the entire ship to have hollow emitters practically, right? Yeah. By, as as ordered by cars. So I said because of the damage in that area that the hollow emitters blew out. But regardless, the hollow hollow emitters are not working there. That's why yeah. his, his legs had disappeared. His legs were yeah. gone, and then she mm-hmm. pulled them back, and they were they appeared. So yeah. she yeah. she hatches so this plan yeah. to sort of lure so smart smart over there. Mm-hmm. Back to the town streets, and yes. now SS captain is talking oh, to. He- Brigitte, a.k.a. Brigitte. Torres, and yeah. he says, I will spare your life because you are carrying a German child, but that's the only reason why. And that was it. So right. <laughs> we go we go back to the uh, we go back Corridor. to the, the hall and Tarange is heading down and she's hiding behind some debris and says, please don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. I'll, I'll give up. Yeah. And uh, and so she appears to sort of be giving up. Yeah. And as he approaches to try to get a better angle on her, his weapon fritzes out yeah. because his holographic weapon yeah. uh, is beyond the range of the hollow emitters. She clocks him with a pipe. She's like, bam. Yeah. But then did you ask this question also? Did you have this question as well? After she hits him, she looks she down and the weapon, but the weapon's gone though at that point. So do you see what I'm saying? Unless, it, unless when it she fall, it sort with, of was fritzing because he was on the edge. What I thought was he's on the edge of this. He looks down, it's fritzing. She hits him and knocks him back. And now he's back into the holographic space and it's laying on the ground. And the, 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 the weapon falls back That's, into where the yeah, emitters are. Okay, it's, that, it's that splitting hairs a little yeah. bit. Okay. But, okay. But I think it has to be some version of that. All right. I'll, but she, I'll buy yeah, that. she seizes the weapon. Mm-hmm. And now he is the prey and Janeway yep. is running after him, which is. Lovely, a little lovely, little switch here, a little change of pace, yeah. right? Go back to the streets, and yeah. 
all of us are about to be executed. We're pulled up and Whoa. lined up by some yeah. walls. So here. it's it's Philippe, Bobby, and Miller. <clears throat> so yes. Bobby Davis, Captain Miller, and Philippe Tuvok that are lined up against the wall to be shot. Yep. And just as that's getting ready to be arranged, the Klingons arrive. Kapla! Kapla! They, run in. they run in with such emotion and here come the Klingons and yeah. they're and they're stalled for a minute. We cut back into the corridors. Tarange is running down a corridor and gets to the edge of the exposed holodeck that was blown up, the yeah. big chunk. And he he's looks at the down. breach and he's looking out at the town now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Looking out at the town. And uh, he's looking down as the as the uh, Klingons are arriving. We cut back down, and there's Doctor Neelix standing under an awning at a cafe <laughs> because it was raining on the Universal Studios back lot where we filmed this at European Street. Yeah, um, it was raining so hard they put, put them under some like an awning of a cafe as the right. as the Klingons ran by. They're standing, and then I think Bob even. Like he leaned played, out. He played, he played the rain. It's sort he of like, like, why are you? You're the hologram. You're a hologram. Why are you playing being annoyed yeah. by the rain? So that yeah. was my note. Like, I don't know. I don't know why you're doing that other than for comedic, you know, level. Comedic. Days, it was suppose, just comedic. Right? He was, it was like standing on the edge of the awning and then dripping on his head. And is at the breach. He's looking out. He, see, he sees oh, yeah. the Klingons attacking all of uh, the soldiers mm-hmm. and he is concerned. And at that moment, Janeway arrives and she has the gun trained on him and she says, it's done. We're, it's over. And she gives him a chance. She says, don't even try to you know, make a move. And he does. He doesn't listen to her. He makes the no. move and he gets shot. We cut back below this, this big breach. Yeah. And we see him falling towards oh, camera. Sh- it was a digital version, though, that body yeah. falling. And back in the 90s, those digital you know, uh, CGI people yeah. were not nearly as detailed as they, you know, they're they not as good as now, now by any yeah. means. Right. Th- so. And that's, that's one of the first, we may have had one or two of those situations on our show before, but it's very rare. So I was kind of like, Whoa, they really did a lot of, that's a compound complex VFX that Dan Curry did there. It was very cool. Like on a scale from one to 10, let's say 10 is how VR is now, like, or, or any type of digital rendered character now okay yeah i wanted if 10 is now what was that rendering back then on a scale of one two or three yeah very low right yeah 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 it's so much better now Mm -hmm. just processors and technology and Mm -hmm. light control and light modeling and space modeling all that stuff is so much better so much more detail yep okay we jump to the bridge and that's when the overload happens so we find yeah the nine nine minute minute overload (laughs) So yes. funny that you said that. Why nine minutes? Because <laughs> that's Harry's favorite number. He loves nine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's his lucky number. <laughs> he loves it so much. Uh, town streets. There's hand-to-hand combat, yeah, which happens until the overload happens, right? So yeah. Bzz, yeah. now everything stops. We have a lovely corridor montage at the end. I got I have a question though. Yes. When this overload happens. And every all the hologram characters disappear. Yes. Why doesn't the whole set disappear too? Like oh, the people disappear, you're, but you're so the, right. It, it should look like real. my background right now. It should right? look it should like just... projectors or wherever we were. 
Like the whole thing. Yeah, it should have all been gone. It should have right? all been gone. It would have been but... bulkhead of the ship. That's it. Yeah, You're right. I'm just saying. Okay, never mind. Good catch. Look at that. Anyway, anyway. You're, a, you're, a, you're like a regular Sherlock Holmes when it comes I really to catching am. things. I love it. So we go to the captain's log and uh, we've got a montage of, uh, of Starfleet walking down the hall and we got a montage of Hirojin walking down the hall. And during this log, she, she does reference that the, the fighting continued for a while. Mm. That just because, the, uh, just because the holodeck thing went off, they kept fighting. So there must have been you know, quite a bit more, which, which is also scary because our sickbay was blown up. I keep yeah. you know, wanting to emphasize that like... We had no sick bay, and the war, can, you know, this battle of Herogens continued. So uh, we missed a lot of ugly stuff, right? Anyway, Janeway says after lengthy negotiations, uh, the Herogen have agreed to accept this optronic data core that we're going to have a truce. They can create their own holodeck technology. And she tells the Herogen when they meet up in Cargo Bay, she says, I made a promise to the Alpha Herogen to Carr, and I intend to keep my promise. Um, and she says, finally, she says, please accept this trophy yeah. to create a new future for your people. Yeah, with the exact and, quote. Yeah. Let me just say, she says, accept this trophy. You can use it to create a new future for your people. At the very least, you can hang it on your bulkhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, that was uh, the, the one Herogen. Yeah, the one yeah. Herogen was like, I don't believe in what Carr was doing. He's, yeah. he's too much of a you know revolutionary, right? Yeah. So final, yeah. great final speech, final line from Janeway. Yeah. Uh, we have an exterior space shot of the Herogen vessels moving away from Voyager. Yeah. And that is the end of the episode. Is your theme yes. the same? Is your theme the same from last week? I, I'm guessing my theme is. this week is just stop fighting. Fighting is dumb. That's my theme. Oh, wow. I don't I remember my it. theme from last week, but I it's just my like fighting is dumb, you guys. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, y'all. Stop hey, fighting. Y'all. Stop hey, y'all. Fighting. Stop fighting. fighting is dumb. There's, there's okay. other, other techniques we can use <laughs> to solve our problems other than the fighting stuff. It, I think, you know, I mean, I'm being a little silly and glib, but like the truth is mm. when they talked about when Carr talked with Janeway about, you know, I, I've learned so much about your people and how yeah. they've been on the verge of extinction many times. They talk about World War II being, one yeah. of the, you know, some of the worst of it. Yep. Fighting is dumb. Like, when are we going to freaking learn to stop this war thing and this hatred thing? Yeah. And, you know, I think that is the theme to me is like, yeah, just stop. Stop with it. Yeah, because anyway. if you think about the loss of life from World War II, it's just oh. crazy how many people died. Millions. And <laughs> during millions, that conflict. Of people. Uh, and not just millions. soldiers. Not just soldiers, no. but civilians. Left many and civilians. right. Many civilians. You know, and I, I, in a perfect world, conflict between two countries should be settled between the two leaders and by boxing gloves. So no one dies. So whoever knocks the other person yeah. out is the winner. That's it. Right? Sure. So... It or a video been, game. Uh, they could play, like, a little video, they could play game. A video game. Exactly. The winner of this this round of Halo. Uh, <laughs> this round of Halo is the winner of the yeah. the conflict. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my theme is similar to last last week because it's still the same episode, really. And that theme is: do not be afraid of change. Learn to embrace change mm -hmm. because change is how you grow mm -hmm. as a human being. So that's my theme. I like it. Thank you. I like it.
All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for Killing Game Part 2. Thanks, everyone. Crazy Thanks episode. for joining us. Yeah, mm. big, big episode. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you give this one? Um, I'm still going to give it a high high mark. It's gonna, still going to get a, a, a 9 from me. So. Wow, nice. Mm, yeah. I don't remember what I did last week, but I feel like this week should be higher than last week. I'm going to mm. give this an eight. Oh, wow. What that. did I do last week? You, you gave it a seven, I think is what you I did. did. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you did raise it. Okay. I yeah. I go to it. I, I would give it an eight, maybe even an 8.5. Cause I really did like a lot. It, it was action packed. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you I, added uh, a 0.5 on there. I might wow. give it an 8.5. Yeah. Wow. Let me give it an, if I said seven last week, I'm going to say 8.5 this week. Okay. Would you give it an 8.75? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Just an 8.5. Did I give uh did I give uh, Mortal Coil 10 out of 10? Yeah, you did. Ah, so this, I is did the, give one this is why I enjoy Robbie's company so much. Just these little small interactions <laughs> like that. When I go, but would you give it a 9.75? No. I draw the line here. See, just like Seven Nine draws the line at singing, I draw a line at (laughs) 9.75. I don't go that far. Okay. Nope. Nope. All right. I might sing it, but I won't (laughs) do it. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Join us next week when Robbie and I review the episode Vis a Vis. Oh, yeah. Vis a Vis. Vis a Vis. Vis a Vis. Great. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye.